Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? When are you guys going to learn? The more you indict, the more we unite. Facts. It's Trump 2024. We don't care. You heard me? We already made our mind up. You already know when the hood got your back. Man, they deep in the hood. Gangsters. Talking about Trump 2024, you heard me? Woo woo! Wah! Gangsters! The hood got this man back. I'm just trying to tell you. You heard me? And we ain't we ain't stupid, man. American people, man. We ain't we ain't all them talking about lockdowns and back when the mask and all that. You know, they got a new virus coming and it's gonna be man, nobody don't care. Ain't fooling nobody no more with none of that. You know, new jack, man, nobody. Nobody being fooled no more. We all the way up. You heard me? It's Trump 2024. That's what it's going to be because we ain't having nothing else. From sea to shining sea. Three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. All right, hour number three of the Wendy Bell Radio Program on the clock. Great to be with you, my friends. Thanks so much for spending part of your day with us. You know, the reason I read some of these stories to you is to confirm to you how many people have Donald Trump's back? How many people have the back of sanity, the back of safety, and the back of progress, real progress, not woke nonsense garbage, but actual progress? And I shared with you in my opening monologue the story of how my sons made me get into the holiday spirit. They knew I wasn't part of it. And they had my back. And they started decorating. And we got the tree. And the music was going. And it felt right. They had my back. America's got the back of this president, Donald Trump. They know what's going on. And the Democrats know it as much as we do. It's not confusing. This story, though, about Alex Jones, and I want you to consider for a moment how cool it is that we have these alternate avenues of information where actual honesty, where truth comes out. Tucker Carlson was fired from Fox News for a reason. Wasn't because he was a bad guy. It wasn't because he wasn't a team player. It wasn't because he wasn't performing. He's widely successful. They made a decision to bag him because Tucker Carlson got bigger than Fox News. And Tucker Carlson, as bigger than Fox News, who said, I want to get to the bottom of what happened on January 6th, became a threat to the globalists. And the globalists put the squeeze on Fox News and they caved and they fired him. And they did something excruciatingly harmful to themselves, not to Tucker Carlson. They set him free. They set him free to be able to have lunch or dinner with his wife, to see his adult children, to walk on the beach, to ride his bike, to take walks with his brother, his best friend, to play with his dogs, to sleep in, to not always think about what he's doing. They gave him that. But they also gave him 
an opportunity to do it his way. And so what has he been doing? He's been delivering interviews with people from all over the world. From Victor Orban to Alex Jones. What do you know about Alex Jones? You might not know anything about Alex Jones. You might think he's just one of those wacko conspiracy theorist guys. He said some stuff about Sandy Hook. And it was vile and they took him off of Twitter and end of story. And I don't need to talk about him anymore. I guess if that's what your news is, one could understand to a degree you are a product of the information you get or the information you dare to seek out. But there was always more to that. Alex Jones has been a remarkable seer, predictor of events. But it's not because he's just omniscient. He doesn't have a tarot deck. He's not sitting there like, he reads for hours. He reads government documents. He went back into files and he dug through all of these PDFs and all of these computer things. And he sees the strategy that the government and the globalists are laying out. And he would say, hey, I'm doing the time that nobody's doing. I'm telling you, there's something crazy coming up and you need to be aware of it. He's the threat. Globalists are like, well, why is this guy talking about us? Got to shut him down and shut him down. They did in 2018. Now, the story of why they shut him down is different than why Alex Jones says he was kicked off of Twitter and widely called a conspiracy theorist and then sued and found liable for like one and a half billion dollars. What? Some monster settlement for all of the Sandy Hook families who allege that he did X or Y or Z to them. But it wasn't until Tucker Carlson sat down with him. They were talking. It was an hour and a half. And Alex Jones made a series of pretty terrifying predictions coming to the West. Now, you can choose to hear these or you can choose not to. But I have to tell you, going back and some of the things that Alex Jones has said, he's not often wrong. He was talking about sleeper cells. The conversation talking about these sleeper cells that have come across the United States border, a secret group of operatives who remain in a dormant state and activated to carry out a terrorist attack or espionage mission. And he said, like, look, hey, if we decide to do something that is contrary to Iran, don't think that these sleeper cells aren't ready to be activated because they are and they're all over the place. That should, by the way, scare everybody. Thanks. Thanks, Joe Biden and company. Thanks, Alex Mayorkas. He talks down, talks about the clamp down on ordinary citizens, how far they have gone. That instead of actually focusing on real terrorism, all of these intelligence agencies have been coming after people like you and me, Christian conservatives, ordinary people, rural Americans. Really? He says, Larry Fink of BlackRock has said that at the Davos group repeatedly, we're going to use our control over all of this finance and this global social credit score we're rolling out to control people's behavior. So that's really what this is, Jones told Tucker Carlson. And then they use the threat of global warming, 
is why we played for you some Al Gore. They use the threat of a virus. And later on, coming up in about 20 minutes, we've got some pretty big news on that out of Florida for you. And then they use the threat of radical Islam to take our rights. But we really are the target. People who tell the truth, who see what's going on, who aren't willing to oblige, acquiesce, roll up their sleeve or bend over. No. I think this is fascinating, though. Elon Musk over the weekend, after seeing the conversation, Alex Jones was banned from Twitter since 2018. Tucker Carlson's platform is on Twitter. Elon Musk saw the video, watched the interview, and did something that is so refreshing because that's what constitutional republics do. He asked the people to decide. Should Alex Jones be reinstated after we've heard what he said to Tucker Carlson about how they pinned on, they created these false claims to make him look crazy, to demonize him, and then to cut out his ability to defend himself by kicking him off of Twitter? Elon Musk, who buys Twitter specifically to protect the First Amendment, puts it out to his people and asks a very basic question. Yes or no, Alex Jones gets reinstated or not? 70% said yes. And so yesterday, Elon Musk reactivated the almost six-year dormant Twitter account, now X, of Alex Jones. Can you imagine if the people you ostensibly voted for to be your mouth, to be your vote, to represent your views, if they behave like that in Congress? Can you imagine if the judges in these crazy cases against Donald Trump, and I'm specifically thinking about Erdogan or Erdogan or whatever that guy weirdo name is, who said if the jury delivers a verdict that I disagree with, I will intervene and I will overrule them. Can you imagine if we actually had justice where it was juries, not cherry picked specifically to be of a certain ilk of individual who would deliver the appropriate verdict, but an actual representation of we the people. That's all we want represent what we say because when you have that it doesn't matter if abortion is the topic because there's no governor there's no president there's no congressperson who has any power to individually decide what is right and what is wrong it's up to the people and that is the conversation that should blow out the left's attempt to make abortion a big issue coming up in the election. It simply is not. It is up to the states. End of story. When we come back on the Wendy Bell Radio program, my friends, let's talk about this. Get me out of this liberal hellscape. Which city am I talking about? What state? <laughs> oh, boy. It's coming up next. Don't go anywhere.
So I think this is an important an important story to read to you. And all these things are connected, definitely, in today's program. I start off by saying, hey, look, people in your life have your back. Whether you know they do or they or you don't, they do. Look at what's going on in Donald Trump's world. This guy has taken so much garbage for everybody that even young Gen Z voters who we like to write off as just being stupid are not stupid. They know what's going on. Democrats see what's going on. 60% of these people are saying, look, we know that this is political. Escape liberal hell. Oregon and Washington Republicans flee the Pacific Northwest and they join California conservatives in Idaho. Is that what this is going to be? Is this going to be a great divorce? Are we going to do what Marjorie Taylor Greene said? Look, you're going to have people leaving one place to go to another. You do not represent my values. I live in a county that that does the same thing. Time and again, we they just elected <laughs> A socialist as the executive of the county in which I live. Oh, goody. What a great job, Democrats. America is witnessing a seismic shift in its demographic landscape. Recent data from Idaho, and we've told you about this, reveals an unprecedented trend. People are migrating, not just for jobs or schools or lifestyle, but for political alignment. Yes, get me away from people who suck. I don't care about your Black Lives Matter sign. I don't care that you drive a Prius. I don't care that you have a man bun and a kayak in your garage. I don't care that you have cats. But the way you vote and the way you decide to do things makes the environment in which the rest of us live less desirable. And we're done with it. So you can have it yourself. You can destroy it yourself, ruin it, have at it. That's where we are. The movement is reshaping the country. The call to escape liberal hell. This is, this is something that the Seattle Times, a writer in the Seattle Times, has been writing about. This escaping liberal hell. An Idaho real estate agent is saying escape liberal hell is, is not just a catchy sales pitch, but it's a sign of the times. Idaho's voter database sheds light on this great political migration. Approximately 119,000 voters have moved to Idaho in recent years with a staggering 65% registering as Republicans, a figure that overshadows the state's already GOP-leaning demographic of 58%. This isn't just some trickle of discontented conservatives. It's a flood. The data also suggests that the narrative of liberals untethered by remote work, turning red states purple, has been upended. Instead, a Republican fever dream, as the Idaho capital sun called it, is materializing. According to the data, among all Idaho voters who moved here from out of state, 77,000, 65 percent are, are registered Republicans. 24,000, 21 percent are unaffiliated. 14,000, 12 percent are Democrats. 1,900 are a member of a third party. This political realignment has become known as the big 
sort where America's national stratification, not just by vocation or socioeconomic status, but by political allegiance. Idaho's dream of becoming a fortress against liberalism, a so-called American redoubt, is materializing. For states like Washington, Oregon, and California, this exodus of Republican voters is more than a demographic shift. It is a political hemorrhage. According to the report, 75% of Californian expats in Idaho are registering as Republicans. This movement intensifies the political polarization, with red states becoming redder and blue states becoming bluer. Are you sick of living in a blue state with high taxes, radical policies, and high crime? Reads an ad from one real estate company, Conservative Move. Find a new home in a state and community that reflects your values. And this big sort is apparently birthed a cottage industry catering to political migration, particularly on the right. Companies like Conservative Move and GOP Agent aren't just offering real estate services. They're selling a lifestyle that aligns with political ideologies, a trend that is not slowing down, as evidenced by the over 150 attendees at a Seattle info session about moving to red states. The interest in moving to red states is not slowing down. Well, no kidding. Just like Joe Biden and his administration's policies have made everything in this country worse. You get a bunch of young millennials moving into your neighborhood to have kids. Watch the watch the whole vibe of the community change. Becomes toxic. Becomes angry. Becomes spiteful, judgy, and bitter. We just like to live outside and celebrate our families and be good neighbors. It ain't complicated, friends. All right, don't go anywhere. Big news. Surgeon General out of Florida dropping some COVID bombs. Pfizer in its crosshairs. Don't miss this. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. All right, so you guys getting any, are you getting any positive mojo out of where we've been going in today's program? Because there's movement, and it's significant movement. Alex Jones getting reinstated on X is monstrous. Not because of Alex Jones, but because of the idea of protecting the First Amendment. Elon Musk said that's what he was going to do. Lo and behold, he did it after putting it to a vote of the people on Twitter, and the people voted And he did what the vote said he should do. It ain't complicated, people. Right? Just don't lie to me. Don't lie to me. I don't care however depraved you are. Your desire to be in power. Your need for control. Everybody sing through it. Young voters. Older people. Black voters. Independent voters. Even Democrats. They're moving away from areas that have become sour. They're finding their own joy. We have a a limited degree of patience with the suck until we've got to absolutely get out. This is a huge story on the Gateway Pundit today. Developing. Look, this is putting a big face and big name with what we have spoken about on this program 
for a while, but, and then some. I'm going to add, and then some. Florida Surgeon General Joseph Ladapo confirms detection of DNA fragments in COVID mRNA vaccines. And you say to yourself, okay, I'm not a biologist. I don't know. What's that mean? That means a lot. The Florida Surgeon General, Dr. Joseph A. Ladapo, is demanding answers from Dr. Robert M. Califf, the commissioner of the Food and Drug Administration, regarding the detection of host cell DNA fragments in mRNA, COVID-19 vaccines developed by Pfizer and Moderna. The Florida Surgeon General sent a letter to FDA Commissioner Califf, 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 excuse me, and CDC Director Mandy Cohen on December 6th, pressing for greater transparency about the potential for DNA integration into the human genome. It's a concern that could have far-reaching implications. Why do you care? Okay. The Florida Public Health Integrity Committee discussed these issues Back in November, Ladapo urged the FDA to consider their findings. And he reminded the FDA of a previous communication from back in May, ladies and gentlemen, which has yet to receive a response. You have the Surgeon General of Florida saying, hey, we're seeing some stuff. We're concerned about some stuff. Remember, see something, say something. Well, I said something and I reached out to you in May and you people haven't gotten back and haven't gotten back in touch with me. Why not? Well. He sends a letter. Your ongoing decision to ignore many of the risks associated with mRNA COVID-19 vaccines alongside your efforts to manipulate the public into thinking they are harmless have resulted in deep distrust in the American healthcare system. Bing, 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 bing. Beginning with Operation Warp Speed and possibly to be continued with an additional $5 billion investment in Project Next Gen, which surely is another round of vaccines for you guys. The federal government has relentlessly forced a premature vaccine into the arms of the American people with little to no concern for the serious adverse ramifications. Well, what are the data, you say? Here we go. Data are unequivocal, Ladabo writes to the head of the FDA. After the COVID-19 vaccine rollout, the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, reporting an increase by 1,700%, including a 4,400% increase in life-threatening conditions. We are not the first to observe such a trend. Indeed, he's correct, because I did, and I lost my job because of it. Dismissing this pronounced increase as being solely due to reporting trends is a callous denial of corroborating scientific evidence, also pointing to increased risk and a poor safety profile, which is code for the stuff that you're giving people is junk and it's dangerous. It also fails to explain the disproportionate increase in life-threatening adverse events for the mRNA vaccines compared to all adverse events. A letter was sent last week raising alarms about potential nucleic acid contaminants in the Pfizer and Moderna COVID-19 mRNA vaccines. 
particularly, and this is going to get into scientific weeds. I don't know this any more than you do, but we can read it and we can make, you know, the right deductions. He raised alarms about potential nucleic acid contaminants in the Pfizer and Moderna COVID-19 vaccines, particularly those in combination with lipid nanoparticles and the identified simian virus 40 promoter slash enhancer DNA. This is stuff that these folks at the cellular level under microscopes have been able to identify in these two manufacturers' jabs. Quote, lipid nanoparticles are an effective vehicle for delivery of the mRNA and the COVID-19 vaccines into human cells and may therefore be an equally efficient vehicle for delivering contaminant DNA into human cells. The presence of SV40 promoter enhancer DNA may also pose a unique and heightened risk of DNA integration into host cells, Ladapo wrote to the FDA. The 2007 FDA guidelines warn of the potential for DNA integration to impact something called oncogenes and cause chromosomal instability. The COVID-19 mRNA vaccines with their lipid nanoparticle delivery system ostensibly increase the risk of DNA fragment integration into the human genome. Now, what does that mean? DNA integration could could theoretically impact a human's oncogenes, the genes which can transform a healthy cell into a cancerous cell. I'm going to say that again. DNA integration could theoretically impact a human's oncogenes. The genes which can transform a healthy cell into a cancerous cell. DNA integration may result in chromosomal instability. The guidance for industry discusses biodistribution of DNA vaccines and how such integration could affect unintended parts of the body including blood, heart, brain, liver, kidney, bone marrow, ovaries, testes, lungs, draining lymph, lymph nodes, spleen, etc., etc., etc. Is anybody out there wondering why we're seeing these turbo cancers that doctors don't want to talk about? Is anybody out there going to have a conversation about the turbo cancers which have come back after people have been cancer free for years and years and years? And then all of a sudden, whammo, post-vaccination, they're at end stage cancer. What's going on? Given the widespread use of these vaccines, Ladapo urged a rapid response. He requested written answers by December 13th of 2023. This should be a no-brainer for the CDC and the FDA. You people are the hacks who told us to trust you, who said it would stop with this jab, who said that if we cared, that we would do this. And that we would make sure everybody in our family did it too. These are the people who told pregnant women it was safe. That there was nothing to worry about. That they were doing the right thing for all of the right reasons. 
These are the people who to this day continue to tell you that if you have a baby six months or older that they should get vaccinated right away. Really. These vaccines, according to studies, can modify your DNA with your within your individual human genome. It's fundamentally changing you. Where's the breaking news coverage? Where's ABC? They had time talk to talk to freaking Mitt Romney, who said he thinks Nikki Haley is the way to go. But you're not going to talk about what these clowns knew. CDC and the FDA knew. It was in all of their materials. Or did, or was it hidden? Ladies and gentlemen, this foreign DNA and the shocking results of a study that Ladapo is referring to here completely contradict what the so-called public health experts have been claiming for months, that the experimental mRNA vaccines cannot and will not modify people's DNA. The CDC says as much very explicitly on their website, but just like with all of the other baseless claims about the safety and efficacy of this gene therapy being billed as a vaccine, this too is proving to be false. And it's not as if there were no warning signs about this before. There was a Swedish paper that was published and multiple other studies that have shown similar results, especially when conducting clinical trials on animals. Why did they skip animal testing with this and just go straight to humans, my friends? Oh, it was a global pandemic. We had to rush. There was nothing new about this vaccine. There was a reason why the elements of it had been patented more than, what, six dozen times before COVID was even, quote unquote, a thing. It's almost like it was also planned that Bill Gates and his plans to depopulate, et cetera, et cetera. It's a lot easier to control the masses when the masses are fewer in numbers. Isn't that a dark thing to say? You're right. It is a dark thing to say. But thank God for people like Elon Musk, ladies and gentlemen, whether or not you're a user of his platform, at least now, for now, we're allowed to say such things. So will the FDA and the CDC comply? December 13th is two days away after all, but guess who will be paying attention? When we come back on the Wendy Bell Radio program, my friends, do not miss it. Kevin McCarthy. He says he's willing to serve in Donald Trump's cabinet. <laughs> At least you deserve to smile and giggle on a Monday. And you will next. I have no idea why Kristen Welker on Meet the Press would have any interest in what Mitt Romney thinks. Isn't Mitt Romney the absolute epitome of suck? Yes, of course. This guy is not a Republican. He's not a conservative. He's part of the global schlub elite who believe he, know, he knows better than you. 
He says Trump's behavior suggests he will impose his will on the entire nation if he can. Sort of like how the media all got the talking points on January 6th. Oh my gosh. It's a threat to our democracy. A threat to our democracy. An insurrection that looks like a threat to our democracy. And Brock and I were like, why is everybody saying the same things? Because there are talking points. And all of the people who are on the take, who are in on the scam, get the talking points. Mitt Romney gets the talking points. When he called people to come to D.C. on January 6th, that was not a random date. No question, he has authoritarian rulings and interests. Hey, Mitt, go away. We're not having a going away party. We're having a go away party. You're not invited. Go away. How about this? Kevin McCarthy, speaking of rhinos, we'd like to have go away. Kevin McCarthy endorses Trump for president. What a guy. What a guy. But says he's willing to serve in his in his cabinet. This is the the moment the person who's really not done much of any value realizes that they're in a career change and they're skilled to do nothing else. Terrifying. Oh, crap. You want to see what what this looks like? Just look at Chris Christie. Desperate. Auditioning every moment to maybe be picked up by CNN. If he if he bashes Trump enough, maybe they'll say, eh, maybe. I don't know. Former Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, said on this week's broadcast of CB News Sunday morning that he endorses former President Donald Trump. Please find a spot for me, won't you, please? I mean... People who I used to work with all hate me because I'm a lying rat fink loser. But Donald, you know, I was a good guy to you. Give me a spot. Really? Says he endorses Trump 2024. Will be open to serving in his White House cabinet. Mr. President, I realize I'm just a mom. I'm a small person. Small fish, big, big, big ocean. Huge. Please be smart. Don't do that. We don't trust him. We don't trust anything about him, much like the California conservatives and those from Oregon and Washington who have moved away from their liberal states of sock towards Idaho for peace. He's not peace. He's not your guy. Will Donald Trump be the nominee? That's the question. McCarthy. Yes. In the Republican Party? Yes. Oh, we were all confused about that. And if Biden stays as the nominee for the Democrats, I believe Donald Trump will win. I believe the Republicans will gain more seats in the House and the Republicans will win the Senate. Can he count on your support? Yes, McCarthy says. That's an endorsement. Who gives a rat's rear end? What the hell, Kevin McCarthy? Thanks. Which is why I have to tell you about it, because it's funny. I will support the president. I will support President Trump, he says. Will you be willing to serve in his cabinet in the right position? Look, if I'm the best person for the job, yes. What what job would that be? What job would that be the job of Blowhardia incarnate where you can pretend that you're about something? Well, look, we're not going to keep, keep you know pushing this down the road. We need a budget. We need to get a budget together. We can't kick it down and continuing resolution and stick a bunch of billion of dollars of, of pork sock into it and keep doing it. Well, see, Kevin, you did that. 
What possible job could Kevin McCarthy have? Press secretary? No. Kevin McCarthy realizes there's nothing that he has. Zero that he has to offer anybody because America knows. The same way Tony Fauci, people are waking up to the corruption that has been Dr. Anthony Fauci from his from his personal enrichment during COVID to his grandstanding, to his ego, maniacal, if you don't trust me, then you don't trust science. See, there is this, this thing called the boomerang. And the boomerang is coming back at these people. They've been exposed. And they're being exposed thanks to people like Elon Musk. Say what you will about Alex Jones, whether you know anything about him or not. Your access to information, whether real or bogus, it ought not be on some fact checker's back to make sure it's correct, because that's not what they're doing anyway. They're silencing those of us who tell the truth or who ask the questions they want nobody to talk about. Period. Kevin McCarthy will go nowhere. Facts. I uh, I won't guarantee it, but I'll strongly suggest that. <laughs> All right, if you like what we've been doing, follow us, please. Wendy Bell Radio Network app. Also, we'd love to have you on the podcast, Wendy Bell Radio. Join us. Whatever you do, come back tomorrow for more. Until then, peace. <laughs>